Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help. Let's sing it. And peace is dear. Let's bring it. The past is gone. Don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong. Let's right it. The battle is hard. Let's fight it. The road is rough. Let's clear it. The future fast. Don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. Hey, beautiful people. It's your girl, Arielle, and this is Say It With Your Breasts. This is episode 10. Like, oh my God, we made it to the 10th episode. That is so crazy to me. So exciting. And I, because I'm a nerd like that, I was like, hmm, what does the number 10 really mean, right? Like, there's got to be some deeper meaning. So anyway, I looked it up. And it stands for destiny. Destiny is indicated through the number 10. It's a starting point, a launching pad for us to tap into our individuality, independence, creativity, and leadership. It says, according to what I'm reading, that the number one encompasses all of those traits plus self-confidence, innovation, and failing forward. In numerology, the zero is the intensifier. So in this episode, it is about embracing your independence, your creativity, your self-confidence, but most importantly, failing forward. I don't know if y'all heard me right. I said failing forward. I feel like it's that scene in Zootopia with the, um, the sloth and it's like, failing forward (laughs) so I'm gonna focus on that failing forward and what it actually means because a lot of times we try and we give up if things don't go our way or go the way we envision them to go the first time maybe not even the second time and we take 10 steps back however I think we should take a new approach Whereas failing is equivalent to taking a step forward. So for whatever you're going for this week, I want you to think about it in terms of even if it doesn't go exactly how I want it to go and it's not exactly perfect in how I've imagined it in my mind, the fact that I gave something a shot and the fact that I learned something from that first attempt to where I'm going to keep trying is failing forward and it is embracing you know our hiccups that i think we learn to breathe that was kind of deep hmm i think i'm gonna quote that one that was a good one in our hiccups we learn to breathe so anyway thank you for listening i'm not going to talk for a long time like i did in episode nine 
because I have an amazing interview and I don't want to take up any more time of yours that is taking away from her. So we're going to jump right into it. Episode 10, our destiny episode. You like that? Our destiny episode with Miss Robin Charles, who is a native of St. Martinville, Louisiana, and now located in Atlanta, Georgia, baby. All right, let's do this. And make sure you guys follow at Say It With Your Breasts on Instagram. Follow Say It With Your Breasts podcast on Facebook. Follow SIWYB podcast on Twitter. And if you're lost, just go to www.sayitwithyourbreasts.com and get yourself found. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Yay, we're doing this. So fun. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. I'm so excited. So for those of you who are listening, um, I have the amazing Miss Robin Charles here. And we, you all don't know this, so I'm going to tell you right now, because it's first of all, the 10th episode, which I'm super excited about. And she's the very first person that ever interviewed me. So this is really, this is really cool. So welcome and thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, as you said, you were the very first person that I interviewed at your album release party, I believe it was, a few years ago. So it was like groundbreaking for me. So I'm very excited to be on your platform now with the tables turned. I'm excited. Yay. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were um, we were just talking about how, you know, the work that you do as, and this, I am in no ways like a professional interviewer, reporter, journalist, like those types of things. This was my brainchild come to life but we were just yeah like just you know wanting to do something and figuring it out as you go you know but we were just talking about how it's such a keepsake to have I feel like just to have your voice captured and recorded and being able to like go back and listen it's just I don't know it's an interesting experience and I I think it's cool that I you know is and then you can go back at a later point in your life and see where you were at that time to where you are now and like oh my god look where I was at that point in time and look at the progress I've made so that is awesome right it's so interesting so we're gonna jump right into this so of course we're gonna talk about her amazing businesses but just to give you a a really quick snippet um, Miss Robin is a native of St. Martinville Louisiana so represent for the little yep. cities, <laughs> the little big yep. cities. <laughs> yes, some hometown love. Um, she's a graduate of ULL, which is University of Louisiana at Lafayette, where she earned her bachelor's in sociology. And then she also graduated from Full Sail, where she earned her master's in entertainment business. And she founded Unrivaled Magazine. She does PR, you guys. You'll see her on the scene in Atlanta. You'll see her on the scene in LA. You'll see her in the scene down here. So I'm just very grateful that she's here. Yes, pretty much everywhere. I'm doing everywhere. Doing a little bit of everything. (laughs) Doing some of everything. And we're going to also talk about the Beautiful Business Women Network, um, which is another platform of Robins. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to give you the floor. 
So let's talk about that. How are things going right now with Unrivaled Magazine and with the Beautiful Business Women Network? Yes, you got it. You got it. Um, things are going well. Just working on continuing to grow my platforms, grow the audience, and just really put out quality content and continue to inspire other women to follow their dreams, let other women know that, hey, it doesn't matter where you come from, whether it's a small town, large city, it doesn't matter if you have that goal and you set your goals in order to achieve what you want to achieve, you can do anything that you put your mind to. So that's where I'm at. I'm just wanting to inspire the women. And I've also recently relocated from my little home state uh-huh. of Louisiana to the state of Georgia. So now I'm right outside the city of Atlanta, which I needed to be closer in order to grow Unrivaled Magazine's platform with doing a lot of live events. So that's where we're at right now. Congratulations to you for doing that. Was it scary, the move? Yes, the move, I mean, you know, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. I had to tell this to myself so many times, you know, great. Greatness never comes from comfort zones. So you have to step outside of your comfort zones. And I was like, if I want to do this and I've gotten this far, well, God is not going to fail me now. He's going to continue to carry me further and further. So I just put all my faith in God and made the move. Wow. And it's, it's been a good a good move so far. A, a lot of opportunities have come to me since I've moved here and I've only been here for two months so I definitely feel like I made the right decision. Right, that's amazing. Like just being closer, being around like-minded people, being in the being around, you know, the industry and where things are moving and shaking right now. Um yes. it definitely makes sense. I just talked to somebody, um, a producer out there, what, last week or week before and um even a friend of mine out here who's a producer who um is there pe- people are making moves to get closer to Atlanta where like TV and film and music oh, and yeah. I it's mean like the, it's the new Hollywood, it the Hollywood yeah oh, <laughs> it used to be us they, we used to have that here you know we were trying to grow that industry in Louisiana and it didn't happen right. you, you know right. yeah so but no that's exciting when you were growing up in St. Martinville was that did you know that that was where your career was going to go? Like, is that what you wanted to do ever since you were younger or? Well, I always had this fascination with the entertainment industry, watching shows like Soul Train and Showtime at the Apollo, um, Video Soul, all these type of shows. And what they all had in common is that they would give people a platform to showcase their talent. So I always had this fascination with these type of shows. But I didn't really, you know, coming from a small town, I didn't really know it would one day be possible to be connected to some of the people that I watched on TV as a little girl or even get to interview some of the people that I watched on TV as a a little girl. I never fathomed that thought. (laughs) But I did know that I had that fascination and that I wanted to one day do something in the entertainment industry. 
Gotcha. So what came first for you? Was it Unrivaled Magazine or was it doing the interviews? Like what was the first move that you made? And after making that first move to do, um, you know, industry reporting, is that, did you feel like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing? Well, what happened was it actually took me to go through different experiences in life and different uh, professions because when I graduated from UL, my first degree was in sociology. Mm -hmm. So I went into the field of social services. It was very rewarding and, you know, gave me that that feeling inside like, okay, you're making a difference in the lives of others. But I still had that, that burning passion like you're supposed to be doing something else. This is not quite what you're supposed to be doing. So I said, okay, my my entertainment industry fascination, I'm going to go back to grad school and get my master's in entertainment business. So with that, I said, okay, I'm getting all this great information. What am I going to do with it? I don't necessarily want to work. Um, you know, for someone else or another company. So why not build my own media platform? Yeah. So I started Unrivaled Magazine. It actually started off as a hair magazine. Uh, I'm not sure if you knew that. It started off as Unrivaled Hair Creations Magazine. It started off as a hair magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with that, um, I kind of focused the content on hairstylists and makeup artists and a lot of beauty events but as time began to pass the platform began to grow and as I started getting invites to different live events award shows and whatnot I said oh no I need to really expand this platform and not just narrow myself into one avenue so that's when we did the rebranding and just made it Simply Unrivaled Magazine. Yeah, I mean, because now you're doing everything. (laughs) Yes, yes. And now it's a lot of um, more so red carpets, um, movie screenings, galas, just a lot of um, invite-only, high-profile events that they pick select journalists or select media outlets to come and cover. Like, it's really, really difficult. So a lot of that, like a lot of people ask me, well, how do you get here? How do you get there? Well, it, it takes time. It, it's, you have to have a track record. You have to have, you know, your body of work to show. Because when I first started out, I didn't get these types of invites or I was not approved to go and cover certain award shows because I had not done the work. So you have to do the work yeah. with anything that you do. Right. Do you remember the first one, like the first big event where you were like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was actually the Steve Harvey Neighborhood Awards. It was the first major award show that I did. And when I got on that red carpet and started seeing people like, MC Light and Erica Campbell and Kelly Price, um, Steve Harvey himself, just like I was, oh my God, like they're coming this way. Are they going to come walk like right in front of me? I get to talk to some of them. Yeah, that was my first moment. I was like, okay, you're here. You're supposed to be here. God put you here. Get it together. 
right oh my god that is amazing how does i i cannot imagine and i I hope to god like one day i'll be you know walking a carpet or like doing something cool and i get to look around and be like oh my god it is surreal it is surreal a lot of the times i'll be like am i really here right did that like i wake up the next morning like did i really did was I there or was I dreaming? Yeah, I go and I look at the footage. And I was like, oh, my God, I was just interviewing this person. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the feeling is very exciting. It's surreal. Like I said, to be able to see people that I watched on TV as a little girl um, that I never even imagined that I would even be in the same room with is mind-blowing. Aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> How does it work when you partner with, like when you go do an an event, whether it's a red carpet or a private screening or a show and things like that, do you pick and choose like who your partner will be to video? Like does it have to be a certain, um, like does someone need to know specifics on how to best record you? And like how does Ah, that work? That's a very good question. And I'm going to let you in on the fact that um, not too many people know but my videographer is actually my husband. We started together and we're still, he actually was holding the camera, I believe, for our interview as well. So I still, I'm dragging him along the journey. Um, every now and then, if he's unable to attend uh, due to other obligations, I do have a backup videographer, um, a young lady here in Atlanta that's a, a professional videographer that does things on her own and does these type of events on her own so she knows exactly how it works yeah. but yeah uh, so the nine out of ten times it's my husband that's holding the camera <laughs> that is okay so I'm gonna go ahead and ask this now but being uh-huh. a woman doing industry events and entertainment and reporting and the interviews do you feel like it's really made a difference having your husband so closely involved and like having him be so supportive and like like right there with you like has that made a difference you think in how your career has gone oh yeah i think it definitely has because you know we're a a unit we're one so whatever i do whatever he does we support each other and I think that has been very important in growing at that pace because had I started out with a stranger or had to go through different people to see who was a great fit, it probably would have taken me longer to get to where I am now. So I I definitely think that definitely played a a major role in having my husband as part of you know my team the videographer I'm doing an interview he's recording we get to look at the footage together edit the footage and decide how we want to put it out so yeah that's definitely um a a, a plus with that (laughs) so are you how are you as a boss because you know I'm just going to share this tidbit I know sometimes like when I used to go record for example now I'm not married but my boyfriend and I have been Uh together for like almost six years or six years something like that But he's been Uh there through, you know, the whole process of, like, being totally green in music and recording and then kind of learning as I go and experimenting with this person and that person and who's the right fit and who knows what they're doing enough to guide me and, like, all these things. And I remember sometimes he'd be in the studio just like, ah, like... (laughs) 
Now, yeah, it's, it's not always easy. It's not always a, a fun process. I mean, sometimes we bump heads. I'd be like, I want it done like this, and he thinks right. it should go like that. And, yeah, sometimes it's like a little cat and dog thing going on, and I'm like, no, we need to do it like this. Or sometimes he'll be like, oh, I don't know if this event is really, you know, going to be beneficial to, and I'm like, yeah, we have to go to this event. So, yeah, every now and then we have our little disagreements, but... At the end of the day, you know, we pull it together. Right. We pull it together, but it's not always a walk in the park. I will definitely not say that. <laughs> but that's fun, though. So let's talk about yeah. Beautiful Business Women Network. Where did that brainchild come from, and what are your plans with that? Yes. Well, that came from just me wanting to connect with like-minded women, Mm-hmm. Women that are wanting to, you know, whether they're entrepreneurs or just professional women in corporate America, just to have that support system of, of women that are wanting the same thing, wanting more, wanting to have positivity, uh, wanting support. Because whenever I first started out, I was seeing there was a lack of support mm-hmm. um, from those whom I thought would be supportive. Um mm-hmm. I didn't get that. So I was like, okay, let me structure a network of women that I can support and in return they can support myself and any other women that are um, a part of the network. Mm-hmm. And once a year we get together, um, we do um, some type of live event. Um, we've been doing Women Who Own It uh, two years in a row. Um, the first woman who owned it was Media and Entertainment. Um, the second one was the hair and beauty industry. So mm-hmm. the next one, we not, we are not going to release the details just yet, but it's going to be something that's going to be very beneficial. It's always something that's very beneficial to connecting women. Um, and we get a panel of women to come out um, in that chosen field and just talk about their journeys, giving advice. Um, things that worked for them, things that didn't work for them. So I would like to continue growing that platform as well um, and just continue to connect women, you know, nationally and hopefully one day globally. So that's when I see that direction um, for the Beautiful Business Women Network going into. That's so awesome. Look at you. You're so busy. I know, I know. (laughs) But it's all good stuff and you know, when you pray for stuff and, and God makes it happen and you're like, okay, this is what I pray for. I, I know I'm busy. I may not have a lot of free time, but this is what I this is what I wanted. This is what I prayed for. It's happening. Embrace it. Right. Embrace it. I love that. And I like what you said, you know, just getting out of your comfort zone. Sometimes that's oh, yeah. that's enough to get you around the people, places and things that you are going to take you to that next step. Like it, it just, it's, Part of the growing phase is that it's going to hurt a little bit to be out of your comfort zone and sit and you create a new comfort zone and then you get past right. that one and you create a new one, you know, and then you look keep back going. and you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> keep, you just have to keep going. Yeah. You don't want to ever get too comfortable and okay, you achieve this goal. Okay. Set another one. You achieve that goal. Okay. What next? Because if you always stay in one spot I mean you're never going to reach your full potential so I believe in you know keep going keep going I, I don't ever want to feel like okay I've achieved this so now I can just sit down relax and kick my feet up right. I don't ever want to feel like that 
like they said, Oprah, you know, she continues at her point to set new goals and reinvent herself. So, hey, who am I to kick my feet up? Right, and chill. <laughs> so who's been your favorite interview so far? Um, I would have to say mm, the Kikis. When I say the Kikis, I mean Kiki Wyatt and um, Kiki Palmer. Oh, uh, yes, I, I I love them both because um, Kiki Wyatt, she's fun, hilarious, and, <laughs> and crazy in a good way. But you know, she you don't know what she's gonna say, but <laughs> it's it's gonna be a fun interview. And Kiki Palmer is just like fun, sweet, down to earth. Like what you see is what you get. Like she's not one way with this person and another way with that person no she's the same just as she is how you see her clowning around on tv or clowning around on social media that's how she is in person so that's what i like um when i interview folks that you know they're down to earth and and just want to have fun with the interview right we actually had kiki palmer at um the school where i work there was some kind of organization where um, the director of the school at the time was getting different, um, like well-known names to come and speak to the girls, like, um, oh. you know, come and speak to the girls at the school. And she was the first person, well, she ended up being the first and only person. I don't know what happened to it, but she wow. came and she spoke to the girls and it was very motivating. And, um, she is exactly what you described. Just very down to earth, you know, just very sweet, very, her mom was there with her. Um, it was really sweet, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Somebody who's just like, you know, a lot of celebrities. Some and and I haven't. Uh, luckily, I haven't had that problem. But you know, some celebrities they feel that they may be too big to do interviews sometimes, or they give off a, you know, a, a snotty vibe. But luckily, knock on wood, I haven't um, ran into anyone yet that made me feel that type of way or, or made me feel uncomfortable so thank god for that right that's good is there anybody that you want to interview like if you could interview somebody like whether dead or alive that you haven't already interviewed it has to be somebody new like would you who would it be oh my god i mean this person unfortunately is no longer with us um mm-hmm. everyone that knows me really well knows that i love 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 Aaliyah. Oh, yes, so I would definitely have to say that if I had the the if I could have go back in time or, or or be a little bit older and had the opportunity to interview her, that would have been a dream come true. I mean, her spirit—you could just tell that in her her spirit and her personality was just so calm and sweet and loving and and you could tell she was down to earth and not only that being extremely talented and not drop dead gorgeous she was just an all-around you know great person and you can tell that about people sometimes not even from meeting them you could just pick up on their vibes on their spirit so she would definitely be someone that I, I would have wanted to interview Sweet. Yeah, Aaliyah would be a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, like Aaliyah, Left Eye. Oh, man, that'd be. Yeah, and another, you know, Tupac. Now, that would have been a wild card interview. Um, 
I think kind of like when I interviewed T-Pain, the interview, you don't know what he was going to say. That was crazy. Um, I interviewed T-Pain at the uh, BMI Awards that recently took place here in Atlanta. And Uh he had a little bit too much to drink. And I asked him a question. (laughs) He gave me a a silly, crazy response that I wasn't expecting. So I had no choice but to just blurt out laughing. Um, (laughs) It was fun, but I, I was like, did he really just say that? Is it hard for your husband to keep a straight face sometimes behind the camera? Oh, look. I mean, he'll laugh. He, look, he, he has just as much fun. He'll, he'll laugh or he, he may even like snicker. I'll be like, okay, now hold it together. Yeah, but it's hard because you never know what what they're going to say. And, and you're trying to keep a straight face. And most of the time, you know, I, I try to keep it lighthearted and have fun, but yeah. still be focused on the questions because you only, this is what I don't really necessarily like about the red carpet. Or you only get maybe like two or three quick questions. And yeah. it, if they have a lot of people like the carpet is full, the PR is trying to move them out down the line and get them inside as quick as possible. So you have to know what questions you're going to ask and kind of stay on task. So yeah, I, I try to you know be focused whenever I'm doing a red carpet. I want to have fun but still be focused too. Right. So speaking of um, husband-wife duos and entertainment, um, I found out because I'm late on everything apparently. But Gucci Man and his fiance are getting married live tonight, apparently. Tonight. It's B E T. It's B E T, right? Um, I was able to go to a toast to the main event. Yeah, the main event. Yeah, like what week before last it was. Yeah, week before last. Um, she had an event here called a toast to the main event, and uh, there was a lot of press. We were able to chat with her a little bit and see a little bit um, behind the scenes of the upcoming because they're going to be a 10-part series after the wedding. So we got uh-huh. to look at that a little bit and, and just mix and mingle. So that was really nice. Um, yeah, so they're, they're getting married live on television. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a wedding that doesn't have a budget. <laughs> Insane. She was on the real um, last week. And she was talking about her wedding dress and how she still didn't have the dress, like, in hand, done. And I was like, wow, girl. That's close. Yes, she did mention that to me. As I said, well, how was the process of planning a wedding? And she said, it's been stressful, especially being that she had not received, seen, or touched her dress. And that was, like, two weeks before the wedding, so... Hopefully all is well and she received it. Right, because it's gonna be it's gonna be on TV tonight, whatever it is. I'm sure it's gonna be drop dead gorgeous though. Oh my gosh. It will and and another fact, a cool fact is that all everybody, not just the wedding party, but all the guests must wear like the women must have long gowns and everyone must wear white. So if you show up there without white or if you're a female and you don't have on a long white gown it can it can't even be needling i was like oh oh wow well you know what i don't i don't blame her because sometimes you got to be very specific with people because they show up and anything like Mm -hmm. like it's their you know their wedding and and if you have this wedding that's being filmed on live television and you don't have a budget you yeah 
<laughs> you have the right to request whatever you want from your guests. Right. Plus, I, I wouldn't want one of my guests coming looking crazy, and then they take all the shine on TV from me. Right. This my shit. Right. So I have some other questions for you, but we'll play like a little game first. Is that cool? Okay. Okay, so we're going to do Would You Rather, and this is just so people can kind of get a feel for you personally, who you are. Some of the questions are quite simple, and some might have to make you think a little bit, but it's not a bunch of them. Okay. You ready? Let's go. Okay. Uh Peanut butter or chocolate? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes, chocolate. Okay. Hands down. (laughs) Hands down, chocolate. Dogs or cats? Dog, 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 dog. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Would you rather give up TV or give up foundation, like makeup? Um, Well, I don't wear makeup on a regular basis. Uh, I I try to keep, I drink water and moisturize, so I'll be okay without foundation. All right, Black, don't crack. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't crack. She's like, I don't need that anyway. (laughs) What you think this is? my TV. (laughs) <laughs> what you think? Well, yeah, I was about to say, you got to keep up to date on all the events. Are you reading, like, all the gossip magazines? Like, do you read certain things just to have an idea, or is it mostly through TV, radio, blogs that you get most of your, you know, like, info? I get a lot of my info from social media, actually. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of it from social media. Um, because I'm always on there either like promoting or doing something. So I will see it on social media before, um, television or, or any other source. So I get a lot of it from social media. I was just curious. That question just popped up in my head. Okay. Back to the game. Okay. <laughs> would you, would you rather be invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? I think I'm going to go with invisible because I'm afraid of heights. So, yeah, I'll go invisible. I'll go in and navigate into some place I've been wanting to go, but not necessarily want to be seen. Yeah. I like that. Um, Okay. Would you rather live without high heel shoes or AC and heating? The heels can go. (laughs) The heels can go. Especially if it's in the summertime. No, I can't. Oh, no, no, no. Especially even if it's winter or at night, I have to be cold to sleep. So, mm-hmm. sorry, heels. Sorry. I'm the same way. Even in the wintertime, like, I can't have, I can't, it can't be hot. I can't be warm. And it can't just be, like, stale air. I can't do it. Like, I got to have circulation. Okay. Exactly. I do. Okay. How about this one? Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sweet. Food in Georgia? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the hardest things. I feel like there are Louisiana people there, but I don't know if there's really our food there. Like, um, yeah, uh, there there are some places that are like advertised Cajun cuisine, Creole cuisine, and you get there and it's um, food with no seasoning or it's looking a different color than what we're normally used to seeing. So yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you at all. I will cook my own food. Right? Like I don't, I don't get it. Cause I'm like, even though you're in, you're still in the south, like still season your food. You would yeah. think, you know. 
I know you have you have two daughters, one daughter, two daughters. Yes, two daughters. Two daughter. Okay. Do you suggest to them in their future mate intelligence or looks? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Intelligence, intelligence. I'm sorry. Looks can only get you so far, and looks can fade. So definitely intelligence. Intelligence. Yes, ladies. I'm just joking. Looks don't hurt. Yeah, if you if you can have both, then hey, okay, that's that's even better. But if you have to choose one or the other, we're gonna go with intelligence. All right, we're gonna go with intelligence. There's, yeah. The the mind can be a very sexy thing. So right. <laughs> so speaking of your daughters, what advice do you give to them? Just navigating. How old are they, by the way? Well. I have a teenage daughter actually, and I have a seven uh, a seven year old, and I have a sixteen year old. So I have a little gap in between. Yeah. So they're pretty yeah. aware. Are they super excited about your job and the people that you've gotten to interview and that you get to meet? Yeah, my my older daughter like she she thinks it's really cool. Um, I got to interview the little guys. Oh Lord, I can't think of their names. That made the roly roly with a. Um, Oh, something I, yeah the I got worst. to interview them and she was like oh my god it's so cool <laughs> so, and um, you know so it just like some of the, the people a lot of the people that I interview they may be older that they don't know about but when it's somebody like that they see on YouTube or in their generation they do become excited about it that's so cute yeah, it's a pretty cool job. Like you get major mom points for that, by the way. Like that way they get when you get to go back to school and say, "Oh my gosh, I won't believe who my mom got to talk to." Like, I know, right? Like, look, look at this picture. My mom and such and such. Yeah. Uh, oh, they know they do it. They know they do. But what do you tell them about, like, you know, media and entertainment and? social media in particular like do they have a good grasp of you know themselves even within all of these images that you know constantly being put in front of them especially with social media um you know you do want to embrace yourself and and tell you know young ladies especially my daughters i want to stress to them look you are beautiful the way you are Um, don't worry about fitting in with others and a lot of the things that you see on social media is exaggerated and fabricated. So a lot of that stuff is not real. Like if you see somebody that's like has a perfect body all the time and hair, like that's calculated stuff. Like they plan that out. And some people do a, a full-on out photo shoot just to post on Instagram. Like yeah. some people have hired photographers. Just like a lot of the celebrities, they have professional photographers following them around and they have a whole team of makeup artists hair, you know, they're not going to post just any old picture. You know, sometimes they'll do that if they're working out or something. But most of the time, that's like work. Hair, makeup team, and professional photographer that's giving them that, like, flawless look. So you don't want to compare yourself to what you see on social media. Right. Ever. Right. And that goes for for young adults, women, like all of us, because it definitely does affect you 
because you're constantly seeing like, wow, should I be working harder? Should I be going out? Should I be working out? Should I be doing my hair like this? Should I be wearing clothes? Right. Like it's constant to where you have to get to a place where you know what you like for yourself. Yeah. So no matter what exactly. you see, it's just something that you see and you can appreciate it for for whatever it is. You know, it might work for that person. But when it comes to you, you you have to know you, you know? Yes. Like have to. It's necessary. And and you know, because a lot of the thing a lot of the times, you know, people only put out what they want you to see. They don't put out if they're struggling, they don't put out where they actually live. They'll maybe show you that they're driving this type of car or that type of car, but they're not showing you that, hey, their credit score is 300 or or they can't pay their light bill or something. So you don't ever want to assume that someone has it better than you or you need to catch up because you don't know the full story. You never, ever know the full story of what's going on on social media. The same thing with relationships. What I learned, I would see a lot of couples posting kissy pictures and all in love and everything. And um, then when you look, they, they just all of a sudden they split or they, they broke up. You don't, like, well, I thought everything was perfect. It's because they were only putting out the content that they wanted you to see. They, they didn't put out that, hey, we were arguing over this and arguing over They just put out all the, the lovey stuff. In. So you just never know when it comes to social media because that's controlled content. Right, exactly, control. And some of the couples aren't even together, and they still got pictures up there. You would think they're together, and they're not. <laughs> Especially in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine some of the links that people go through just to maintain whatever image it is that they have crafted. You know, like just some of the bizarre things people must do to look good. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and some people have ulterior motives. To especially uh, uh, with the new wave of reality TV, uh, a lot of people will try to link themselves to people with ulterior motives just so that they can hopefully be a part of the show and whatnot. And then a lot of that stuff is, you know, created, right. is, is scripted. So, you know, you don't, you don't ever want to feel like, hey, oh my God, this is what's going on. Um, or I feel sorry for this person that's uh, going through this on this show. And you're like, if you only knew. <laughs> if you only knew. Do you think that media, not just media, but because that's, that's a bit too broad, but entertainment business in terms of like our, um, you know, our rappers, our singers, um, the re- even the reality TV stars. And um, do you think that they do enough or say enough when it comes to social issues and social problems, um, just in general, like, do you think yeah. enough is said? Because um, they do influence a big, yeah, a large I amount of you know, say that they could do a better job of, you know, coming together um, on and using their platforms to address social issues rather than bickering or criticizing someone for speaking up. Um, why not all just, hey, if this is something that needs to be addressed, 
okay, and this person has the courage to use their platform to address it. Don't criticize them. Don't don't bicker and say, hey, you shouldn't have said this or you shouldn't have did that. You know, just support them because if it's an issue that needs to be addressed, if this person is addressing it and you addressing it and this other person, you know, all of the platforms and numbers uniting together, you can reach more people. So I just wish that they would unite rather than, you know, bickering and criticize. Yeah. I know it's interesting to watch people's responses on like Facebook and Instagram when someone does come out and say something because it's almost like people, not everyone, of course, but a large amount of people, it seems like they're never pleased. So no matter what is said or who says it, it's like, well, they didn't mention this. Well, why did it have to be that person? Or why didn't so? It's like, it's a never, oh it's my a God. Never story. <laughs> it never ends. It's like, regardless of what you put out there, it's like someone's going to criticize and have something to say. Right. When you were getting started, you mentioned that, you know, uh, some of the people that you thought would have been a little bit more supportive, maybe were not. Um, has that come around like has that changed have those people um have has their opinions of what you wanted to do then has it now changed now that they see wow like look at all the things that she has done and she never gave up and she didn't quit or do you still feel like um that support from those you know from those individuals who saw you in the beginning it just was it's just not there um, a lot of these people um, have not come around or are no longer in my life because um, what we have to realize is that, you know, some people come into our lives for a season mm-hmm. and you have to be okay with that because not everyone is meant to follow you on your journey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hate to use the term cut people off, but when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to your goals and what you're trying to do in life, um, if they don't align with that or they are constantly being negative and, and blocking what you're trying to do, yes, I would definitely say you have to, you know, cut those ties and, and be okay with it. I think it's the fact that a lot of people they they know you from a certain standpoint and. Whenever you try to better yourself, they feel that, hey, maybe you're changing or maybe, hey, I'm too afraid to follow my dreams, but look at her following her dreams. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it becomes a problem. Yeah. And unfortunately, we would hope that, you know, many of those that start off with us, um, you know, some of our close friends, relatives, will be able to support and come along the journey, but that doesn't always happen that way, and we just have to be prepared. And Yeah, I like that. Keep it moving. I like that. So, what is next for you? Well, what I'm uh, currently doing, I'm, I'm looking for a physical location here um, somewhere in the city of Atlanta. I do want to have uh, the physical location for the Unrivaled headquarters opened up um, in early 2018. So that's one of the goals. Um, Also, Unrivaled Access Live, which will be another entity where I'll be doing um, sit-down live interviews um, 
with not just celebrities, but entrepreneurs, um, upcoming talents, and whatnot. So Unrival Access Live is something that um, is in the works right now. And also I'm working on putting out my first book. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm giving you the exclusive because I haven't um, shared this with any of the other media uh, folks yet or anything. So, yeah, um, my first book, it'll be out early 2018. I've been working on it um, for about two years. And it just, I, I felt I needed to just get more experience in certain areas and, and mm-hmm. experience a little more and gain a little more wisdom before I could finish it. And now it's it's halfway finished. So very excited about that. Um, the title of the book will be called You Can Be a Success Too, A Motivational Success Guide on Overcoming Adversities and Bringing Out the Success in You. And basically, it'll just talk about my life and how I overcame a lot of adversities, such as sexual abuse, domestic violence, um, teen pregnancy, and tips on achieving goals. And, you know, just letting it be a, a motivational tool and guide for someone that's coming from a small town or someone that was in a domestic um abuse situation or a a teen mom or a single mom just to know that hey someone has gone through these things and it's not the end it doesn't have to be the end you just have to you know keep the faith and and really focus and you can still achieve your goals you can get past that with encountering these type of adversities so that that is why that book was really dear to me and I wanted to take my time with it and make sure that I put my all into it. So be on the lookout for that. Oh, that's amazing. Congrats. I can't wait to see, like, your your beautiful cover glamour shot yes. and get my copy. Yes, yes, yes. I can't um, wait to. Thank you so much. Yes, let it. Let me know when you have, like, if you, if you do a book release or if you do something, you know, for it and, we support 100%. Like, that is amazing. Certainly. Certainly. I will definitely keep you in the loop on that release and let you know all the details. Yay. No, congratulations. Seriously, that is so cool. So before Thank you go, you. Um, can you share with us, like, a mantra or a self-love practice that you do to keep yourself in good spirits? Um, A lot of the times... You know, one thing that I do, I meditate and pray. I try to do this at least 30 minutes daily. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, it's, it's, I block out everything, phone, you know, no, no distractions. And I just really, you know, I pray and, and I, I vision what I want and, and what I want to achieve in life. And I just vision it happening and, and, you know, just picturing what I need to do to, to make this come to life. Um, I also, I love um, reading positive um, quotes, sermons, scriptures. And, you know, sometimes you just have to tell yourself, I am good enough. Mm-hmm. I deserve to be successful. I will be successful. Those are some things that I tell myself um, because starting out, 
you know, I would always wonder, oh, am I, am I really good enough? Am I supposed to be in this room with these type of people? Now that I know, yes, I do deserve <laughs> to be here. I do deserve to be successful. So, yes, you just have to, you know, it may sound like you're talking to yourself, but you do have to tell yourself these things, and it helps when you say it out loud. Yeah. You hear yourself saying these things, I am good enough, I deserve to be successful, I will be successful, and you keep saying it. When you're having those doubts like, oh, things aren't going right, oh, I'm afraid to go to this event, I think I'm going to feel uncomfortable, that's when you pull out whatever your mantra is and you say that to yourself as many times as you need to. And it, it works. Yeah, say it with your breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speak it into existence. I love that. Well, Robin, I cannot say thank you enough. Like I said, it's oh, so crazy that, you know, it's come all. full circle. I really enjoyed it. And I just thank you for having me. Like I said, you know, you being the first person that I interviewed, you kicked it off, girl. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. And I looked this up while we were talking because I was, I was just curious. But, um... It says that the number 10, it says um, in numerology, it says destiny is indicated through the number 10. It's a starting point and a launching pad for us to tap into our individuality, independence, creativity, and leadership. The number one encompasses all of these traits plus self-confidence, innovation, and failing forward. And the number zero is the intensifier. So, mm, I like that. Look at that. Destiny intensify. I like it. mm. Hashtag. Because, you know, we were trying to get around to do this for a while. So, look, yeah, everything is, like I said, I I do believe in in manifestation and and things falling in place exactly where they are meant to be. So, perfect. Well, thank you so much, and hopefully I'll see you out in Atlanta. I'm trying to get out there at some point yes. to, to do some projects, and so fingers crossed, and hopefully that happens, and I'll see you out there, yes. but I'm going to be tuning in, and whenever you start the live shows, I'll be tuning in, So, um, but yeah, thank you so much. Likewise, girl power. Say it with your breath. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much to Rob and Charles Living for being on Say It With Your Breath, episode 10. Thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely check us out at Say It With Your Breath. And, of course, check out the website, www.sayitwithyourbreath.com. Make sure you follow, subscribe, and comment. Thanks.